people are drinking beer. I'm drinking water. Two touchdowns a game. Yes, in the game. I don't know what we're doing in the front office, man. Twiddling our fucking dick. Brian, <laughs> I just need you to drink this. Wide receiver trivia. That's what she said. Her. Fuck. Her. Upset. Are those crutches? You can see Ryan's crutches. Folks, welcome back to your favorite show on the internet. This is After Further Review, episode 129. I'm your co-host, Jalen Brown. I'm your other wonderful, delightful, can't-read co-host, Shaquille Brown. And uh, I'm another wonderful co-host, uh, Malin. And uh, did you guys know there's been a news out of Nashville yesterday that the Tennessee Titans are not planning on trading Derrick Henry? Good to know. There you go. Nestor, how are you doing? I think that's all they have in the national. Um, doing good. I'm your other great co-host from all the way from Columbia. The desert runner. I would just like to say that I, as I was talking about the Tennessee Titans, I think I could physically hear Jalen butt cheeks <laughs> clinch. I was like, you're already throwing yourself off the boat. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> There's a level of concern. Could even get off the dot first. We just <laughs> <laughs> straight from the car right into the right. deep end. Uh, I mean, you saw the car that was there when it got not. <laughs> All right, we have a shot to take. Take a shot. I can only imagine how the rest of this show is going to go after this. Oh, Bi- biblical, biblical. Cheers, Nestor. Yes. Are you drinking Dewars? You'd be surprised at what I'm drinking today. Water. <laughs> water. <laughs> it's a water day. <laughs> the hell? There's something wrong with y'all on this show. Is he really drinking water? <laughs> yeah. I've come to learn if you're not in person on this show, you're just drinking water. What's wrong with these people? <laughs> G Money's own. I come here and drink alcohol. <clears throat> Nestor usually follows suit, but with Dewar. Yeah, I guess. I had a. Dewar's end of sponsorship. Rough. Rough weekend uh, in the desert, so no more drinking for me for the week. Uh, Next week, I'll it was that bad, huh? Man, I gotta hydrate this much. <laughs> the whole week. Run through the desert, just run through some. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start the show, shall we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to fill us in on your, your desert run later. They have no Columbia had mm-hmm. desert. It's news to me, too. Uh, folks, if you want to watch the show live, we do this every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Talk about the NBA, talk about the NFL, we talk about Nestor's love life. Uh, and dental care. And his, his dental care. Uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time every Wednesday night. Uh, if you click the first link down in your podcast description, you'll be taken to the YouTube video version of this episode. Click subscribe so you can keep up with our show. And vice versa, if you just want to listen to the show, click the first link down in the YouTube description and you can get the audio version. So there's that. Uh, getting into the first topic of the week, we are going to give our power rankings in the NBA. Top 10 teams. Teams. teams <laughs> as they currently stand. I don't need that. Not people. <laughs> We're not talking about people. We're talking about teams. Right. I thought that was a given when power rankings was the title. But 
like I said. Clarify next time. <laughs> anyway, Shaq, we're going to start with you. <laughs> 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 are we each just going to go through the whole list, or are we just going to go like who's our one, who's our two? Or do you want to go from 10 down to one? Yeah, we'll go from 10 down to oh, one. Okay. We'll try and keep it sort of brief. Um, it's like you don't aren't on the show every week. <laughs> the, the bottom five, I'm assuming, don't require too much Not a whole lot. explanation. Nah. Um, so yeah, we'll start with number 10. I'll go first. I have Minnesota at number 10 nice. with the uh, T-Wolves holding it down. <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah, I have Minnesota at number 10. Uh, they have been playing some very good ball as of late. I was really debating putting the Knicks in here. But I liked Minnesota more than them. And the Knicks are playing good ball, too. We were just talking about them a couple weeks ago. But I've got Minnesota at number 10. So I would just like to point out that Miami is not going to be in my top 10. Oh, they didn't make yours either? They didn't make mine. What uh, a shame. I'm not sure they even made Shaq's. <laughs> if you gave me 20, I probably couldn't find a spot for them either. But <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, number 10 for me is actually Golden State. Okay. Uh, thirty nine and seventeen. The only problem they really have is that they can't be consistent, man. Yes. Like they're going between the. Can you do some of the indigenous people out there? <laughs> um, they they're going between the sixth and seventh seed, like all the time, just bouncing back and forth. Um, and they're they're six and four out of that last ten. They're playing like they have the games like when it's like prime time and you turn it on a Saturday or Sunday, you're like. Oh, they look really good. Mm. But then you're watching Sports Center on a Wednesday and you're like, man, they're terrible. Right. So that, that that's why they're still 10. But they're the defending champs. Mm-hmm. Still got Curry, Draymond Green out there trying to get suspended. Yep. Always good for a good show. Yes. They do get a lot of primetime games. Uh, Shaq, go ahead. I was good. Uh, do the Knicks, the wonderful team that you're trying to keep out of your thing. Lord. <laughs> All right, relax. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I still think they're pretty pretty decent ball right now and worthy of a top ten spot. Nestor. Um Jesus. Sorry, I was completely distracted because people in Colombia leave their uh windows open. Okay. Um, anyway. On people. Uh <laughs> Nick. Give me the Knicks. <laughs> like what you got on over there? <laughs> yeah, you guys don't want to know. It's not it's not PG. Uh yeah, give me the Knicks. Uh I don't know if he's looking spot. at uh Sharice or Grandma Shirley. Like I don't know one of the family which members. one he's <laughs> Uh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, yeah. He, next. Well, he made them, but he ain't got nothing to do with what you're doing. And it, <laughs> Sisters room. <laughs> and in the ninth spot. <laughs> number nine. I've also, I've got Golden State at number nine. Same reasons that Malin gave. Uh, I, on paper, they're just really not a good team. In the playoffs, though, God, curious man. to see what happens. They could be kind of dangerous, but. I don't know. On the road, they're just terrible. Uh, go ahead, Malin. Uh, I actually got Phoenix at number nine. Um, mainly because of the wild card of is KD going to stay healthy? Yes. If he's healthy, they're one of the more dangerous teams going into the playoffs. Doesn't matter what seeding they are, record, whatever. But, I mean, that I have a hard time believing that that ankle is 100% right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he plays tonight, because I think he plays tonight at 10 o'clock, right? Yeah. Um, but right now, 40 and 35, 
Um, they've only won four out of their last ten. Uh, so without KD, they haven't been very good, and I don't know if he's really going to be around for the playoffs that much. Yes, go ahead, Shaq. This is where I slide Minnesota into that nine spot right there. I think they edge out the Knicks just a little bit. Still, I think, a very complete team overall. It's just we haven't seen them this far in the situation right now, I feel like, in a bit. So we'll see how they handle this part of the season, I feel like. Mm, so I'm here last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Always a two cents of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, it's very normal for them to I mean, be down there. Anyway, go ahead, Nestor. I mean, didn't Patrick Beverly ask Wait, what was Shaq's name? NBA championship oh, when they made the playoffs. <laughs> that same dude. Uh, we're on number nine. I'm trying to figure out what my nine wo- my nine was. I don't know what. Oh, Shaq's <laughs> nine was Minnesota. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's good. Uh, I got Golden State. You have his approval. <laughs> Sorry, I can sleep tonight. <laughs> Nestor approved my. I don't want to be a dick <laughs> and just say nothing. <laughs> but yeah, Golden State. Yeah, because they can they can turn it on supposedly in the playoffs, and they might be a whole different team. So who knows? Get turned it on like next to the family union, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. that's uh. number eight. I've got <laughs> Sacramento at number eight. I would like to put them a bit higher, but they are just terrible on defense, they don't play any semblance of it, and they are very young, so we'll see what happens come the playoffs. Um, I, I would like to think they're gonna do pretty well, but. We'll see. The game slows down. <coughs> see how they fare. So that's my number eight. Okay. Um, I actually have the Knicks at eight right now. Wow. Um, I know they haven't had a very good ten game stretch. I know they're only four and six, but they could. They had the wiggle room to go four wins out of their last ten and still be a shoe in for the fifth seed in the East, which, in my opinion, is much tougher conference in the West. Yes. Um, and they've been playing good ball. Um, and I think that the league is better when New York has a decent team. It is. Um, I want to see playoff basketball in the garden. So. Yeah. So I got the Knicks at eight. Go ahead, Shaq. Got Phoenix at number eight. There you go. I see them. Once I feel like once they get the rotation, KD can fix <coughs> whatever his paperclip ankles is falling apart with. They could actually be a solid team come later on in the season. All right, Nestor. Would you stop um, looking at the damn window? So you guys know, they are twins. Anyway, eighth spot for me, Sacramento. Um, very explosive team. Great Sorry. offense, but I just don't think they have the experience for playoffs. And their defense is trash, so yeah. This, this man in Columbia to get married, and everything he does sounds like a man that doesn't want to be married. Kind of productive. <laughs> I think your best thing is this to come, is at, come back to the States, actually, for your marriage. I think Columbia's a worse spot for oh now. Oh, my God. <laughs> man, something you just man. won't. <laughs> just Jesus. Definitely twins. Number seven. I put Memphis at number seven. I almost completely forgot about them because Ja has been gone. And when he was not there, they are not very fun to watch. Uh, but now that he's back, they're kind of like settling back into their ways. Um, Memphis, they'll they'll be very good. They did very well in the playoffs last year. 
I would only imagine they'll be just as good, if not a bit better this year. Um, but I still think they're kind of pretenders and don't see them getting over, say, Denver or Phoenix or um, even possibly even Sacramento, depending. Uh, so, yeah, I've got Memphis down there at number seven. Yeah, I got Memphis at number seven, too. Um, the only thing I really have down here in my notes is fuck this team. Uh, they were nine out of nine and one in the last ten. Um, but I don't even think John Morant, or should I say Clarence Morant, um, should be even playing basketball right now. Like it still makes me angry how you can be as idiotic as he's been and try to be this fake tough guy. Yeah. Um, and then you miss like two weeks, and you're like, I'm a change man. Like, come on. No, no, you're not. Like, right. I've never seen the NBA get on a spin machine to try to, you know, put somebody's reputation back together so much. Like, see, he's a changed man. He <laughs> met with Jalen Rose and did an interview. <laughs> Great. It was, a it was the for, pressure. Yeah. For yeah, it was it was the pressure got to him. I'm like, everybody got pressure. The same, everybody, the same pressure we everybody, everybody, everybody got <laughs> stress. We're not walking around pulling <laughs> guns out and just waving them around like fucking lunatics. Some people in Nashville do, but the um but yeah. So I mean I mean Nashville, people, Memphis, Memphis, they're both they're in they're in they're some of those people got a little shortcomings and, and a couple things sales. short of the full box, so it's all right. Damn. Jack, what's your number seven? <laughs> <laughs> Number seven is gonna be a uh, Golden State. If we make it to number one, <laughs> shot. Number seven, Golden State. I think we have yet to see a full potential. You know, they're gonna pop off at some point from now till the end of the season, postseason. So, full. You know, postseason Golden State is the best Golden State. So we'll see. All right, go ahead, Mister. Uh, number seven for me is Cleveland. Uh, they're really good. Away, I feel like Donovan Mitchell's a beast. Uh, they're just a really great team, so, yeah. At my number six, I've got Cleveland there. Uh, they have made some big strides these past couple of years. Uh, I think two years ago, they only won like 20-some-odd games that year. Last year, they were in a playing situation against Brooklyn, and now here they are, the number four seed, I think, in the East. Uh they made huge strides. Going out and getting Donovan Mitchell was just a brilliant move, and he's fit in just fine. So I think Cleveland could make some some serious noise in the playoffs this year. Uh, it's kind of unfortunate that the East is just that tough this year, but um, they're they're very good. Very good. I would not – I could see, like, if Boston ran into them, that could go six or seven games, unfortunately. But mm. go ahead, Nathan. Um, we're doing six, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got Sacramento at six. Um, the fact that they're 15 games above 500 mm-hmm. because of offense, because they got no defense. Yeah. Um, and even though they have not been able to clinch a playoff berth yet, they're going to, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to end a 17 year drought making the playoffs. I mean, I think the last time that they went to the playoffs, <laughs> I think Chris Weber and Mike Bibby, Mike Bibby yeah. I think Vladi yep. was there. Yeah. That was a squad that got their ass kicked by the Lakers every year. <laughs> um, and that's the first time they're going to make it since then. It's crazy. Um, so, you know, hats off to them. They're, they're playing well, except for, well, they're playing one really solid half of ball. <laughs> like one side of the ball. They're really great. This is true. 
The other side, <laughs> not there at all. <laughs> no. Shaq, who's your number six? I also choose, chose Cleveland to be number six. Like I said, a very solid team. You've seen them progress the past couple of years, getting <coughs> better and better each season. So it strikes me as this is going to be very interesting. They might not make it all the way, but you'll definitely see them put up a decent fight against any team they come across this postseason. It's definitely not a team to sleep on, I feel like. Nestor. Uh, I don't like Memphis, but I got them at my number six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're just more more of an explosive team come playoff. Unfortunately, because of John Morant. So, uh, number five, I've got Phoenix at number five. Wow, I think it is just a health game with them. If they can just, for the love of God, stay healthy, they could take the West for sure, but it's just a big if. Like I, I would like to put them at like a number two, but the health of Kevin Durant is obviously a huge question mark. Devin Booker's health is a question mark. CP3's health in the postseason is also a question mark. His so age. Like, right. Uh, yeah, I, I've got them at number five. So. No, man. I got Cleveland at five, 48-28. Um, this is the first time that they're going to go to the playoffs. Without LeBron James, yes, not like since 1998. That's crazy. That team has not gone to the playoffs without LeBron James. That man has been the entire franchise, right? And they've been terrible without him. Even when Kyrie was there while he was in Miami, they were terrible. Yeah, um, Kyrie just sinking ships wherever he goes. Um, <laughs> Just everybody taking on water. Better be careful. That earth flat. <laughs> Fall right through it. <laughs> yeah, Flat earth, man. That gravity's a bitch. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so, you know, Cleveland with a good year patch on them. You know, good, good for them. Cle- the Cleveland is making some noise. Go ahead, Shaq. I chose Phoenix also for this wonderful hey. position because they're so witch-washy on what's going on, who's healthy, who's there, chose who's not there. Ago. Hmm? What? So, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I can't trust this team that the fact that you're gonna get postseason. Like who's actually gonna be playing come that time of the year? Who's actually gonna gonna have a spring right. peak toe? No. <laughs> right. Joel and B might not even be playing in the playoffs right now. Yep. Uh go ahead, Nestor, number five. Yeah, number five for me is also Phoenix. Um I think they're the best team in the West if if you can just get K D to be you know, healthy and play good ball. Um, and then, plus you got Chris Paul, you have uh, Devin Booker. So, yeah, it's a really good team if they're healthy. So, Here, yeah. I had him at nine. You guys all got him at five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, hey, that's, uh, those injuries. That's, that's that white guy basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, I've got... My Boston Celtics at number you. Oh, that is bitch. spicy. That is dirty. I have to put them there. As of late, we have played some. Jack said, "Wishy-washy." This team, Lord have mercy. As of late, it's just like every other night we're losing to Utah, Washington last night, Houston. They've won seven out of the last ten. Yes, but prior to that. 
we've been prior to those 10 games when they won another seven out of the last (laughs) We've been dropping like every other game. (laughs) They've got like the third best record in the league. (laughs) Yes, we do. I mean, I do have the best record in the league. Uh, Number four. It's not like I got them at 14. Okay. You need to like wash your hands, moisturize, and go in the corner and think about your decisions. (laughs) Right now, there's (laughs) several other teams I think are playing better basketball than the Celtics are. Still very good, nonetheless. And if they include anybody by the likes of Philly or Denver, you and I got to have some words. (laughs) It may be up there. So, anyways, number four, I got Philly. Uh, They've been playing probably the most consistent ball all year. They're typically winning six out of every ten games they play. Um, Embiid is the X factor. I want him to win the MVP. He needs to play the rest of the year to win it. I still think he wins it, even though Denver kind of thumped him because he wasn't playing. But Embiid still owned the Joker's ass uh, the last time they played. Um, And Denver's been on a pretty bad stretch. Uh, The only reason why they're going to be in any of our top five is because of what they did previously, not because of what they're doing right now, because they're not playing very good ball. Um, So, yeah. So I got Philly. I just think they're the most consistent without the ups and downs. Check. I also agree with uh, Philly. It's they got two big players that could definitely pull them through all the way if they can continue their team ball that they've been doing. And I would love to see Embiid do well this year and win the MVP. He deserves it. This man has been putting in consistent work for the past couple of seasons, and we've been just flying over with Mr. Rashi, joking himself. Yeah, Rashi ass man. So go ahead and give me seventy sixes. <laughs> Go ahead, Nestor. Okay, you laugh every time I say it, but it gets red, like all over the place. It's sweat rash. Yeah, <laughs> gross. Uh, number four for me is Denver. Um, I don't think, I don't see them in the finals, and this if they do get to the finals, to I don't think they'll they'll win it at all. So, uh, yeah, I'll leave them at fourth. Mediocre. All right, number three, I've got Philly. Philly is a team that scares me. James Harden learning to play a different style of basketball has worked out really well this year. Obviously, Joel Embiid is playing you know, MVP basketball. Uh, and he's played consistently this year. Like He's not out with any of these weird stomach aches or whatever it might be. Like He's been on the floor for most of the games this year, and it seems like that should continue. <laughs> so, uh, That's not real wood. Well, they're not my team, so I don't care that much. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Sixers, uh, Tyrese Maxey, PJ Tucker, like they've got some some experienced players there that I think they could they could bring it home if if they can just keep Embiid healthy. Uh, and Doc Rivers needs to like he needs this because. Well, I mean, I think the city of Philly needs it. Like, aren't we going on like year twenty of the process? <laughs> yes. Like, aren't we? <laughs> there's been. There's been a lot of people come and gone during the process. Right. They, yeah. Of vain. Ah, they, they could use some help. All right. So we're going number three, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I got Denver at three. And like I said, the only reason why Denver is at three is because of past success. And yes, they did beat Milwaukee. And I know that they beat Philly, but Embiid wasn't even playing. Um, and they're five and five in their last 10. And they've been playing 500 ball for like the last 20 games. Um, they have come back down to earth. Uh, Rashi ass does not deserve to be a three-time MVP. I don't give a shit what anybody says. 
um, that just makes no damn sense if you've watched them play the last 20 games. Um, he's definitely not elevating them um, to a greater standard before the playoffs. But record-wise, they are the best still in the West because of how well they played in the first half of the season. Right. Go ahead, Shaq. You could hate me, but I also agree with you on that team being milestone number three. I don't know why I would hate you. Those are good picks. I mean, I'm a smart I, man. Y'all seem to the hate me whenever I agree with y'all on any sort of picks. No, that's on the ride or die. That's yeah, I mean, I agree purely because <laughs> on the record status, yeah. it's hard to choose, say, yeah. not them for number three in this case. Do I still hope that he does not win MVP despite his spot? No. Absolutely. It Don't really want to see not happen. No, does not need to see this. I mean, Kobe only had one. Dwayne Wade never had an MVP. And this man has a chance to get three. (laughs) This man over here. (laughs) (laughs) That is later (laughs) in the show. He just jumped into that like a fat kid in a kitty pool holding cake. (laughs) Jumped like Nestor. (laughs) Go ahead, Nestor. (laughs) Jumping like Nestor through somebody's window he's looking through right now. (laughs) Damn. Oh, my God. Anyway, number three for Philly. Um, Yeah, and B's a beast. Uh, But Harden... Isn't he injured right now? No, he's playing. He's playing. He's he's really. He was. He was like doubtful tonight. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, great team, but I just don't think they'll keep it together in the in the playoffs. So yeah, I think they'll get far. G money, child of G money in the chat. He says Philly doesn't really scare me. Watching the Dallas Philly game and Embiid and Harden disappear for periods. Well, you know, G money. It's a long season. These dudes are going to disappear. It is Dallas, though. Right. <laughs> Two disappearing teams. <laughs> <laughs> they fall off the flat end of the <laughs> earth. Uh, number two. I've got Milwaukee at number two. Okay. This team Wait a minute. is legit. Milwaukee Bucks. Yes. Milwaukee with Chris Middleton. He has not... Looked like the Chris Middleton of past this year. He's played good, but not great. Drew Holiday has played very well this year, except against Denver. He didn't look like shit against. Denver. Yes, he did. Look oh my against god, Denver. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean everybody else on that team, you know, the championship caliber there. Brooke Lopez is still there. Um, Bobby Porter is still there. Uh, that whole team, like the the core of it, is intact. They are all fairly healthy as far as I know. Giannis seems to be all right. Uh, when when they're on, like they are on, they are a very good defensive team. All those guys can put the clamps on and uh, they just play kind of a bully ball when it comes to on offense. So Milwaukee, scary team. Absolutely a scary team. So that's my number two. Man. I'm kind of thinking about the rest of the teams that you said and I feel like I'm going to be upset at your number one. <laughs> You, you are. I feel like I'm going to be angry. <laughs> I'm, I'm already angry. Number two for me is Boston. Um, you can't be a homer and put him number one when you lose to Washington the night before and, and all hope of us getting the number one seed in the East. Yeah. Uh, we do got two big games coming up this week mm-hmm. against uh, Milwaukee, and we got a game next week against Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, we really kind of got to show them, you know, what uh, what we're made of. But Jalen Brown, Batman, as I call him now with that massive is, he's been going off. Yes. 
Um, I swear to God, he's averaging 70 points a game right now. <laughs> um, every time I turn around, he's like scoring buckets, shooting threes up. And I'm like, go ahead, golf him, get him. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, and as bad as it seems like they're playing, they've still, like I said, they've been averaging seven wins for every 10 games for like a month. Mm. So, they're doing pretty good. Yeah, <clears throat> as much as it pains me to say it, I also got to agree that Boston number two. Yeah, right. As much as you diss the record of saying they're playing bad basketball, they're playing good enough to still say what second best team, in second the best league. record in the league. Yeah, so it can't Man be that number four. It's like it can't be that bad of basketball. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> they play in a solid team. They're definitely that second best team to beat right now. I do know that so. Denver has a worse record than Boston, right? Do they really overall? Yeah, by one game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the one game. <laughs> Go ahead, Nestor. One's four on your list, and I know where the other is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got Boston at two. Um, it's just the way the re- reason I don't have them at one is because the way they lose to these teams, I, I don't feel like they should be le- losing to. And I think they think their top players just don't look clutch when they should be clutch at certain times um it's not common but it's gonna become a problem in the finals playoffs yes i agree wholeheartedly uh in number one i of course have the denver nuggets <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> So they went to the Los Angeles <laughs> Lakers in there. <laughs> that would have fell, fell in. I might have swung on here. You should have said the Heat. Might as well just throw the Heat at number one in there. I mean, they are they are a better team than the Lakers, to be honest. <laughs> well, exactly. The bar is low. Yeah, we stepped right over Miami. It's all right. Short as They went from oh, Eastern Conference midget. Finals Game 7 to, you know what, we're better than the Lakers. I mean, they can still got LeBron, so, so <laughs> by default. <laughs> anyway, is that uh, we got Butler? <laughs> top three, this is Denver. Denver, I have it number one. Don't you um, just feel dirty saying that though? Not really. Ugh. They are a very complete team. Both oh, no, sides no, of the ball. no, they're not. Listen to G Money's chat. Their Jokers may average a triple double for the year. If he does, he'd be only the third player in NBA history to do that. Want to know why? He'll average a triple-double for the year because nobody else knows how to play fucking basketball on that team. Like, it's a one-man, <laughs> big-ass Joker show. When he's on the court, he's like the sun, and everybody else just revolves around him. Because he's play when big. He's well, yeah. And white and red, which I guess is the color sun, throw a little bit of Chinese in there, and he's great. <laughs> the Chinese. Yao Ming, I don't know. What, what do you want from me? <laughs> but No. <laughs> He's he is playing that's some ridiculous basketball right now. Nestor, ask him really? to move in. Five, five and five in the last ten. <laughs> At this point, might as well go move in. Finish the stream from over They're there. Five and five in the last ten. That doesn't mean he's not playing some basketball. great basketball. Yeah, because because the rest of the team is hot garbage. That's why he's averaging a triple double. He's I got, I don't see it that he's way. He's got to carry uh, a bunch of fucking oompa loompas across <laughs> the finish line to the playoffs. That's why they never go to the finals. They have Jeff Green. Looks like he's twenty one again. Michael Porter Jr. is playing the best of basketball his career. Michael Aaron Porter. Gordon, nobody remembered him since the dunk. Porter Jr.? Yes. All those dudes are playing 
probably the best basketball of their career right now. Okay, and they're still five and five of their last ten, and the Joker is still carrying their ass to the top of the West. Yeah, to the top of the West because everybody else is hurt. I see a bunch of uh, Kyrie Irving. I see Luka Doncic out there. Okay, I see Kevin those, Durant will be playing in about those fifteen minutes. Okay, well Luka's hurt because Kyrie Irving's on his team, so his feelings are hurt right now. <laughs> My feelings are hurt too. For so. That. <laughs> I mean, everybody's feelings should be <laughs> But it's like, I don't know, it's like a war of attrition with this team on why they're first in the East. It's like, that'd be like Boston would be, or yeah, in the West, like Boston would be number one by like five games if Giannis it, and and uh, Embiid missed a bunch of time this sort year. Sort of, sort of. I mean. See, I think, I think they got people like, like Jalen said, like Michael Porter Jr. that they're not the guys are going to carry you. Through the finish line, they're like man's missing like two vertebrae. <laughs> two vertebrae. <laughs> they had nothing but back issues his whole life. His back is strong <laughs> this year. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Why are the Bucks Fine. a better team? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the Bucks are a better team because they have a better record. First of all, um, I think they are a more complete team. Um, they actually have people that are actually playing it near an all-star level, like a holiday. Not just it's not just the Giannis show. Um, I think they play better defense. Um, they don't get heat rashes when they're running up and down the court. <laughs> you got me there. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> damn heat rashes. <laughs> like oh god, that man probably chafes like a bitch when he's never mind. Uh, but anyway, so Milwaukee, yeah, like I think that Milwaukee's Terrible. been the most complete team for the whole year. Uh, they come up big in in most of the bigger games, um, and so and yeah, so I got Milwaukee. Go ahead, Chad. They don't have the best record for no reason. Yeah, give me Milwaukee. They, like you said, best record out there. Giannis, they proved that Giannis doesn't have to be on the floor for them to thrive as a team. They can still go out there and do their business without Giannis. And with, with him on there, might as well count it as an L for yourself. So, go to give me Milwaukee. Nestor? I agree. Milwaukee. Um, very complete team. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. Great team. So, yeah. We all just burped at this table, and it smelled disgusting. <laughs> it, it, it didn't smell as bad as your as your list, though. You should be ashamed of yourself. My list is, hey, when Denver's in the finals, I don't want to hear it. Denver is not going to the goddamn <laughs> finals. It's like it's like you're trying to get a rise out of me. When right. Kevin Durant's knee caps in. All right, first of all, like there is nothing you do that's gonna make me so mad when I'm gonna drive a Honda Fit up to a school. Okay, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I am okay. You gotta make me that okay. mad. Let's get into the news. Chopping off in a hundred bit. <laughs> the sports news is what we're getting into. Let's make that very clear. No other yes, news. Sports news. Into this. There we go. Top we stories and breaking news. Oh, <laughs> change that. <laughs> 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 I'll start to say something and Jill will just jump in real quick and be like, like Alright. <laughs> Transition. Uh, starting off with Lamar Jackson apparently originally requested to be traded from the Ravens on March 2nd. 
He's obviously still a Raven as of right now. Uh, yeah, this man wants out and has wanted out for the last like month. Uh, so what do you guys think about Lamar? I do think it's kind of funny that him and Aaron Rodgers both still with their original teams at this point. So after all of this, I don't, I don't understand why he's making it public now. Maybe because he told him, but then he's like, "Hey, want to put pressure on him because nothing's happening." But the problem is, is that nobody wants him. Yep. Like the Patriots are out, the Damn. Falcons are out. Um, <laughs> the the owner of the Falcons was like, "Yeah, you know, he's really great, but we don't know how long he'll be able to do it." And I was like, "It's not like you didn't have Michael Vick. Shut up." Um, him. So yeah, and then uh, even. The Lions, kneecap Eaton Campbell was like, we got our quarterback, we got golf. <laughs> what NFL are we in right now where the Lions, who have never won anything, are like, we would rather roll with Eric, <laughs> we'd rather roll with Goff yeah. than Lamar Jackson. That is, I feel like he is just mismanaged the whole situation, a lot like Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Um, and they've been placating this the whole time to where you got all the media cohorts, all the media insiders. Like, they're just eye-fucking both of them, like, constantly. They're, like, just staring at them the entire time. Like, what are you going to do? Um, and they're just, like, nothing's happening. But we yep. keep talking about them. Yep. But there is no movement. Nobody wants Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I was crazy. Real quick. Uh the Falcons owner, he shouldn't have even spoken. Like as soon as he was asked, he should have said next question because him like justifying <laughs> why they got Deshaun Watson because of availability. Like I'm sorry, you got the guy who's been injured for like damn near half of his career, and this past season was not due to injury that uh, he was not able I mean, to play. He's working the injuries now, <laughs> <laughs> just rehabbing some of those injuries. Exactly. Hey, what are we? What are we? Talk, you're talking about the Browns. <laughs> No, I'm talking about the Falcons owner when he was talking about why they're not getting Lamar Jackson because uh, he, he compared it to to. to oh yeah, compared it to because they went Don after him yeah. last summer and they get him right, and they're like, "Well, you went after Jason, but you're not going after Lamar." So well, well, you know, Atlanta's, availability. Atlanta's got some good Broncos. <laughs> some, probably some a lot better than Cleveland, I would little, imagine. Good, good massaging over there. <laughs> they have no tense muscles at the end of it. <laughs> I'm sure there's some tense muscles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they are they're just burning down Wendy's. Um so people are tense. The uh I think that uh it's funny how the NFL and NBA um contrast because it's like I mean people still make big moves in the NFL, yes. But now I feel like uh owners and GMs are kind of more like Holding the cards instead of throwing everything down because when we've seen Russell Wilson, we saw Deshaun Watson last year and just big busts. I mean, Watson will see a bit more, and obviously both of them will see a bit more. But it is kind of like, you know. Do, do you feel like there's collusion going on? You think they're all talking to each other, but like, nah, we're not going to set this precedent with these quarterbacks who want guaranteed deals. This is going to stop with Watson. I, Nobody's giving Lamar Jackson a high, fully guaranteed deal. I would say. He's I mean, they, they've got to talk, yes. But in this instance, it's kind of like I see, like, it makes sense. Well, I mean, 
the Browns fucked up. Why would they want to follow in their footsteps and be like, yeah, let's go ahead and give somebody a fully guaranteed contract. Obviously, he doesn't have the same transgressions as Deshaun, but the NFL has kind of shown that they don't want to do that with anybody. Even if you have a choir boys record and you stay, you know, Iron Man, you never get injured. You don't want to go ahead and pay somebody guaranteed long term what Lamar is looking for, which I mean, I understand it's a contact sport. There's a lot that can go wrong really fast. So and he's like going out there on Twitter now. Right. The way he's handling it injured and stuff is like like, (laughs) he needs a management team of some sort because it is just it's very clear that it's just him in his his own head and his mom and his neck (laughs) and his feelings uh, (laughs) making his website and his his home his YouTube channel where he put out his interview or whatever that was. he could really I don't understand why he doesn't want to just get a, a agent or some sort of management team. I'm sure anybody would love to have him and this would probably go a little more smooth, but I think he's just embarrassed at this point. He he has come a long way now to uh humble himself that much, but damn shame that my Patriots decided, you know, we don't we don't need him. That's Bill Belichick at his finest. You got Mac Jones. Just I, I already saw Robert Kraft probably put this on the table and was like, You sure you don't want to go after him? No, we don't. Come on, Bob. probably. It's probably. It's probably testing me. Like, hey, will you text? Bill? <laughs> right. <Come on. laughs> now, would you want Lamar? Jackson? Oh yes, a I would. Fully guaranteed deal. Give whatever he wants. Okay. Whatever he wants. Damn. He, I don't give a damn. Please bring him in. But you know, it's Bill's team, so we'll just be irrelevant for the next. How soon do you think it would take for him to buy a Lamar Jackson jersey? Oh, the day they I mean, the moment they sit up, like how, yeah. how how do I do this? When it came to his house, like the heat press numbers would still be warm. <laughs> warm. You just feel the machine <laughs> leave. <laughs> Can I go pick it up from the factory? Like how does that work? There's a fanatics building right down the road. Yeah, it's like the Amazon doesn't come to his door. He's just standing on the curb, just look. Where are you all scratching and itching <laughs> and shit? Before he pulls up, before he pulls it up, the truck driver goes off. He's ready putting it on <laughs> it's like sorry it is in march he's like i don't care he's like take it out of the package and just throw it at me wait for the next six months we're <laughs> into football season uh shaq what do you think about lamar's situation i just think teams don't want to deal with the drama and the chaos going on with it the fact that you're still talking about this man not having an official like agent he's still running things himself that's just I think there's a level of professionalism where they're kind of like, yeah, we don't want to deal with that kind of BS and drama. Yeah, that's we don't just, we don't want to be sitting across the table from you talking about you on why we don't <laughs> want you to be here. It's like your top, it's like your top top managers of your company sitting there, and you're like, y'all talking about it? Like, am I stepping out? <laughs> Two minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of drama. Where they know it comes with that, and all the money they got on top of that throw into you, in hopes that you don't blow your shit out like week one of the season. Right. It's kind of like. Nah, there's too much and, risk factors going on. Nobody ever wants to hear all the reasons why you don't deserve yeah. a raise. Yeah, and so like that's what that's what an agent does. Right, they buffer and they combat all. Well, this is why you don't want to pay him all that money. Oh, came back. Uh, and this is why you know we think you should pay all the money. And oh well, this is why you think he sucks. Okay, well this is why we think he's good. That's got to be hard. To be an NFL player, a NASA MVP, and like you're sitting there across the table from the Ravens, and they're like, "I need this," and they're like, "Ah, you know, 
So, <laughs> like we hear you, we do, and we value you, but right. we don't value to the tune of a fully guaranteed deal. <laughs> uh, Nestor, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of like NFL teams that they're looking at this and like, well, Lamar is a better QB than the guy we got right now. But uh, do we want to, you know, go out on a whim? And give give him all this money, and then have this just you know explode in our faces. So yeah, that's what they're thinking. That's why there's like no teams that right now that we're sure that want him at this moment. So outside of the Patriots, what would be a team that you'd be like excited to be able to watch? Like man, if you went to that team, that'd be pretty Atlanta. Crazy. Atlanta. That's probably the only other team that Atlanta. Yeah, I'd I'd love to see him in Tennessee, him and Derrick okay. Henry. Okay, yeah. You never know who the hell is gonna get the ball. You Jesus. just you just oh my, just goodness. pull it in whatever you want. Yeah. We just we just gonna one we just gonna run the the wishbone. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great for Tennessee. <laughs> We're going back. If you just pop into tape from the nineteen sixty three Cotton Bowl, you're gonna see the offense that we're gonna run in Tennessee with Derrick Henry and Lamar Jackson. Tennessee needs, and we'll stuff. whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a third, though, Detroit would be pretty legit too. If yeah, they, they, they got their QB. Him, but that's what, yeah, that's what we QB got one. QB. QB one got baby. him all golf and. Berkeley ass. <laughs> what I want to know though, how in the world, Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers, how can they go back to their respective teams this next year? Like, I, how is I, that going to work? I don't see how Aaron Rodgers can. Yeah. Because I know that Lamar said that he's like requested a trade or whatever, but like even Aaron Rodgers is more than that. He's like, listen, man, I spent like 48 hours in the dark and, uh, I plan on playing with the New York Jets. Like he's not like he named a team. <laughs> yeah. I plan on playing with these people. And not only that, they're literally signing people that used to be Green Bay Packers right. because they know I want to play for them. I don't want to play for you guys. <laughs> um what I think is worse though is that Matt LaFleur's um declaration of confidence of love was not yeah. not that great. <laughs> It was, we need to temper expectations. Every hold your horses. I don't think anybody can expect him to play at the level of Aaron Rodgers. I think that would be far-fetched. He used the words far-fetched. He went on. That man, uh, if I was was love, I'd be like, well, goddamn. Might as well just resign Matt Flynn. Like, Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> He's just looking out for him. He just wants to make sure. Temper in like everybody else needs to play their best so that he has the opportunity to play at his best. <laughs> like these these are things that Matt LaFleur said of so if Aaron Rodgers ends up back in, going back, he'll be in the yeah. locker room and he's like, Hey uh, love, guess what? Like uh, everybody around me can play like shit and we're still probably <laughs> gonna go to the playoffs. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That that whole situation is a mess. That's uh Green Bay. I don't know. Should be interesting come September though. God, I love it. Next bit of news. Uh so the commanders they have a six billion dollar bid that has been put into uh by them. 
um, I forget the name of the group, but uh, it's Magic. Two now. Oh, now somebody else is in there. Yeah. Okay. There's the ones that own the Philadelphia Sixers and the Philadelphia hockey team. Um, the Flyers, Flyers yeah. yeah. I think the team that owns them, they, they've put a $6 billion bid into. Nice. Uh, the the first group, I know um, Magic Johnson's a part of that one. Uh, however, this would actually break the record sale price with the, the Broncos sold for to the Walmart group. Four point sixty five billion. Uh, you guys, uh, think that the Commanders? I mean, this just kind of goes to show just the value of even a shitty NFL franchise going for six billion today is absolutely asinine. If we all pool our money together, <laughs> we we might be able to come up with enough bottle caps. <laughs> to get three seats at a, at a game for... And that's what prices at FedEx will. Um, Shaq, Shaq, what do you think about this? Part? Oh, goddamn overpriced for this team. But it goes <laughs> to show you, I, as an owner, I'd have been like, you want to buy this team? What you got in your pockets? Take it. <laughs> but like to your pockets right now. For a team that's changed its name like three times in the past like two years... Yeah, that's great. God awful team. It's so indecisive on anything that's going on in this franchise. I'm sure Morgan Ryan losing their mind, hoping that the team does get traded somebody with some sense or something <laughs> going on. But <laughs> I just, I, I, I just look at it like this: like Dan Snyder bought the team in 1999 for 800 million dollars. All he's done in the past 24 years is run the team into the fucking ground. <laughs> Just destroy, destroy the likes of people like Joe Gibbs, who's a historic coach for the yep. franchise. Yep. Mike Shanahan, a two-time Super Bowl winning coach. Destroyed Robert Griffin III. Yep. Fucked around and found out about Kirk Cousin, got rid of his ass. Um, and then just run it into the ground. Meanwhile, sexually assaulting any pretty person in the office mm. and letting anybody else do it. And what does he get to do? He gets to sell the team, throw in FedEx Field for a whopping $5.2 billion profit. I'm living like How in the hell does this happen? The man can't even be, hasn't even been able to be associated with the team for the last year. He's going to walk around with a $5.2 billion profit sale. You can associate with that check, though. Like, it's, damn! It's almost like how this look. We roast everybody that ever comes on the show, that ever listens to the show. It's the <laughs> we're looking for an offer. We're willing to sell the show. <laughs> three, four, three billion dollars. Go ahead. <laughs> and it's the Washington, t- like how a garbage ass team right. in the NFL right now. Jeez. So, like, if you could sell like the Cowboys. Washington for six billion. Like what's the team like Jacksonville worth? Yeah, couple, uh, <laughs> maybe, couple bunch maybe, maybe a couple Kit Kats. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I'm. Just it makes like, you think of like Dallas, yeah, uh, the Giants, the Patriots, yeah. the Steelers, like the all the, the all the NFL owners are going to unanimously approve the sale because they want oh, Dan Snyder out, and they're yeah. like, if you sell for six billion dollars, my team is automatically right. worth more than six billion dollars. Right. My money just came up fast. Mm, so e- even the Cardinals. Yeah. No, there'll be more. 
Can you imagine that your team is making the Cardinals look good on paper when it comes to transactions? Yeah, a little midget Murray out exactly. there. <laughs> they give you a midget. Don't <laughs> paper clips and practice. <laughs> exactly. Got this team and a midget for you. <laughs> what you want? Damn. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Damn, Uba You got a carnival? I don't understand what you're <laughs> you buying. Nestor, do you have any thoughts on the commanders? Man, he's too busy looking out the window. With that, with that price point, I think Tampa so might have an NFL. Uh, a better NFL team. See, look at him. Come uh, a few years from now. <laughs> Tell him he's gonna be streaming from the. Oh, well, they the turn off all the lights. They turn off all the lights. He's gonna be so. streaming from the other side of that window <laughs> next week. <laughs> it's like my wife. Sidewalk. Six billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> last but not least, Bobby hey. Wagner coming back to Seattle. I am. We give him one year, seven million. Little stint over there in L.A., but he said, "Let me come on back home." Rams are hot that. trash. <laughs> yeah, they did not have a very good year. No. <laughs> what do you think about? He did great though. He did. Yeah, he, he, did. he, he was, was not the problem. problem. He was the number two nope. middle linebacker in the NFL from Pro Football Focus. On Even though I do believe, for the team. most part, that you know stats are for nerds, but you know whatever. Uh, rated number two with Pro Football Focus. That's saying something at his age. He played ninety nine point eight percent of the snaps mm. last year. Um, he's also a six-time first-team All-Pro. There's only one person since 2012 that has more first-team All-Pros than him, and it's not Watt or your Watt or anybody else. It's Aaron Donald. It's a pretty hmm. good company. Um, he's he's the best linebacker of his generation. Yeah. I mean, he had him in the 2000 or the 2010 to to now. You had Erlacher in the early 2000s. You had. Um, Junior Seau in the 90s, I believe. Mm. You had Singletary and you had Lawrence Taylor in the 80s. Like, you had these people that were just personified, just this is like the quarterback of the defense, and that's mm. what he's personified. So, to get him back in Seattle, when you got the number <laughs> five pick, we've gotten some people on defense already. If we can get some more people on defense, like, just I'm, I am psyched about having Bobby Wagner that's on this squad. Yes. Um, I think they're putting themselves in a really real opportunity to like do something that could shock the world. Like now they got a draft well. Right. That draft party in a few weeks that we're gonna do that draft shows. I mean, I might get angry or I might be happy. <laughs> um but what they do in the first round is gonna determine like what this year is gonna be. Yeah. This is really great because, I mean, not only do you get just such a great talent, but a great talent that already knows the damn system. It's not like yeah. he's going to need some time to gel. It's like plug and play. He's he's good to go. It'll probably look like he won't didn't miss oh. a beat. And they adopted um, – so the Rams run a system based off of Dick Fangio's defense. And last year, Seattle hired a defensive coordinator in Hertz that adopted – a Dick Fangio style defense that's they've hmm. they've accumulated some of what Seattle used to do and then they added some stuff that Dick Fangio would do. And so it's everything that Bobby Wagner did last year and everything he ever did in Seattle. Um and they got yeah. love in the defensive backfield. I really have no hope for Jamal Adams doing anything. But we still got Diggs, got Tariq Woolen, we got some good we got uh Kobe Bryant, not the late Kobe Bryant, but Kobe Bryant playing in the NFL. Right. On the other side of Tariq Woolen. I really want Jalen Carter. Yeah. On defense. 
I do. I'm bullish about it. I'm selfish. I know some kids died. I'm sorry they died, but I want the next Aaron Donald in the NFL, and I believe that he is. Him and Wagner. Oh, my I believe it. I believe it. I believe it that that he could be. So I want him. I mean, be Warren Sapp. I don't know. When you retire from football, go to jail for picking up strippers and hookers. I don't give a shit. Just play well for the time. That you're playing with Seattle. It's a good thing to go do. And win a soup bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and do all the stupid shit after. That's right. Uh, Shag Nestor, any thoughts on Wagner coming back? No, I agree that definitely putting themselves in a really good position uh, come next season. So it's going to be really interesting to watch, especially if that draft goes really well for them. They're going to be a really good team to watch next season. Nestor is going to be written in my will. <laughs> Don't forget all this. Never mind. Not as much in it as there was a few months ago, but there's still some things to be had. <laughs> He's gonna need it because all the child supports he'll be having in a couple of years. Wait, me and Nestor, what, what are you saying? <laughs> Not between y'all, but I'm just saying him in general. Because I've allowed child support money paying. It's going to begin with him two twins across whatever fucking building he's been looking into all day. About the dentist or whatever <laughs> sand people he ran across. The desert. Running out at the sand traps out there. I'm going to have twins with each twin. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> all right. We need to go to God. break. It is about that time. We didn't hear what Shaq said, though. Oh, I'm what sorry. Is, what does Shaq think about that? I, I second what Jones said. It's going to be a right. seamless transition from where he was at to going back. So it's going to be perfect for y'all if y'all can draft another defensive player. This draft is going to be really entertaining. God, it's going to be yeah, awesome. Yeah, so your team could possibly thrive even more than what Pop we champagne. Great. I and agree. you, you know the best thing about this whole thing is that next year the Seahawks are bringing back their retro jerseys from the 90s. I'm going to get to buy a Bobby Wagner retro jersey. Oh, shit. That oh, makes nice. me happy. You hear that, Patriots? You can make your own fans happy, <laughs> too. But you won't do that. You're a bunch of jackasses. So. <laughs> anyway, set. we are going to go to a break. When G-Money comes back, this will liven up the show, folks. It will take 20 minutes to get back on track. Oh. But the twenty minute transition. <laughs> I was about to say we need oh. we need to be more live <laughs> Oh no, up. we don't. Oh yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> do. To break out That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> and before and before we go to break, anyone else take a sense of satisfaction over the dysfunction that Jalen has to deal with with his Patriots right now? Does anybody else <laughs> oh, get yeah. a sense of joy yeah. when you see that All this right. man is going to become the hunchback of Notre Dame with his shoulders? <laughs> <laughs> Just the weight of everything now that they ain't got Tom Brady. Yeah, every single Sunday, whenever he drifts off the Millers, turn into a guy. Yeah, yeah, he got to deal with some shit talking. <laughs> Man's going to be a ninja turtle in like two years. Deal with I had to do all last season. We... <laughs> I was we'll be back. Juju spins too strong. Exactly. Uh, you know, all last season. Matt, it's like, Matt Jones is the Juju. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, he has a Najee Harris jersey. So in three years, you can pick up Najee Harris. Because <laughs> he ain't going to do, do that. I mean, yeah. he did get AB. He did get Juju. So we know. did have AB for a week. Uh, but you still had him. So you got Juju. <laughs> Wait, didn't they also get uh, Blunt was on the Steelers. Blunt was a Steelers for <laughs> Because he was smoking weed with Le'Veon hey. Bell. Then went back hey. to the So it seems like the transition is Steelers to Patriots. All, all Usually it works. Blunt <laughs> helped us out. Yeah. Great. He did. Did when he wasn't punching kids in college. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
we're going to break. Let's go to halftime. We'll see you guys in seven and a half minutes. Follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at AFR Sports. That's it, AFR Sports. Now back to the show with your hosts, Jalen. <laughs> Gentlemen, how are you all? Good, good. We are doing pretty good. What's new with you? Good. Doing better now. Well, look, hey, like you're on. ready for baseball season yeah. like me. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. You Damn know, right. tomorrow's opening day. Damn right. You know, Mariners kicked yep. that off, and, you know, we're going to send those freaking Guardians because they need to change their name from Indians back to fucking Cleveland as losers. Yeah, Cleveland Indians or Guardians is a lot like the Washington football team, <laughs> Commanders, whatever the hell it is. It's bad. So that's what you guys are playing tomorrow with the Guardians? Yes. Okay. Yep. We're going to win the World Series. What time are you guys playing? Uh, well, it's 7.10 Pacific, so I'll be watching oh, it okay. 10 p.m. 10 minutes after uh, tomorrow night. It's going to be a late night. Sounds like for it. the next 162 games. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because we play on the East Coast, and then, yeah, you know. Sometimes, yeah. Games yeah. will start like at four something here Pacific time. Well, are you going to go to any games at the Trop? Seven or oh, yeah. Seven uh, I'll go to two. They're playing at the Trop in September if you guys want to come. I okay. have a lot of time. Uh, I have a lot of fun. Um, the Mariners usually win, and I talk a lot of shit to people. Um, Sounds good. So it's like being at Miller's, except they can't get away from me because <laughs> they paid for the seat. In Pinellas County. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> well, should we take our second half shots? Yes. What are you sipping on there, G-Money? I'm drinking water. God damn you. Are you serious? <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll tell you why. Because my the last two weeks, I've been drinking, and um, my NBA picks have been shit. I mean, uh. just super shit. <laughs> and part of that was that I've been drinking. The other part is that I got mesmerized by Shaq fucking large forehead. And I swear to God, he channeled Shaq 2022 into me, and I made those shitty picks. <laughs> I don't. Did he just say he got raped by Shaq? Said. <laughs> Mind <laughs> fucked. I, think I kind of. Term. I kind of think there's there's vodka in the water bottle. <laughs> just be careful because you might start going to draws like Nestor. So. I know Nestor over there just start itching and shit. Got a rash Nestor, now, he, like the Joker. By the way, folks, he brought back the doers. He had to do it. You damn right. Doers get shit done. <laughs> doers get <laughs> shit done. If that's not their slogan, it needs to be. Tomorrow. Go ahead and contact me. <laughs> About the trade market. <laughs> God damn. Uh, Dallas and Philly, huh? Okay. It's going to the wire there. We are having uh, mm-hmm. some internet issues. Why the damn game keeps pausing and why the stream has been kind of laggy, but excuse that, folks. Let's get into the community comments, which all come from 
at AFR Sports. It's that massive banner at the top of the screen. Uh, at AFR Sports on Instagram and on TikTok. That is where you can find us at. If you want to see our videos throughout the week where we pose different questions to you guys talking about what's currently going on in the world of sports so you can wave weigh in on uh, what's going on. Sorry. So starting off with what Shaq had answered a couple days ago. <laughs> Best three players to ever play for the Heat. <coughs> I saw this on Twitter from a Heat fan account. <coughs> and I was like, well, let's have our, of course, Miami representative here weigh in and decide if Jimmy Butler is a top three player in Heat's in the Heat history. And Shaq said, correct me if I'm wrong, but LeBron, D Wade, and Shaq in no specific order. But said Bosch too. And Bosch, right. Before you put Jimmy Butler. Yes. So only four. I mean, that's just <coughs> I was just throwing out examples of four oh. purely for the right. sake that we forget the big trio in Miami was LeBron, Wade, and Bosch at that current time before Bosch went through his whole medical stuff, Shaq being there, Shaq winning yeah. over there. So it's kinda like at minimum I feel like you the highest can put this man is four. Um, um <coughs> on YouTube, Jesse Fernandez says not better than LeBron, D Wade, or Alonzo for sure. Bosch is debatable to me. Obviously, Bosch was on those title teams, but Jimmy has had two legit title runs with the Heat. I feel like he's closer to that list than Bosch is, but it might be recency bias. I thought Jimmy Butler went to one, one finals. Yeah, so he said two title runs. Yeah, does he count? Uh, last Bosch was year? almost, but Jimmy's had two legit. Uh, I think Half I think he's counting last, last year. year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but they didn't actually go to the finals. Okay. If Jimmy Butler would have made that shot. Maybe they yeah, would have. Maybe. Um, I mean, the butler didn't do it. No, he didn't. In game seven. Did Shocking. <laughs> I would have lost that game of Kareem. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got butler at 10. 10. On read, list. sir, can you read okay, that list I off for read. us? Okay, so number one is Wade. Okay. Mm. Uh, for many reasons, not just winning the first championship, but he's the one that got LeBron James and Bosch there in the first place. Okay. Number two, I got James because they wouldn't have won those two titles without LeBron James. Um, three, I got Shaq because Shaq created, helped create the culture that helped that team bring down Dallas mm-hmm. um, when, when Wade went off. But Shaq was a very big figure. I mean, hell, he was an honorary sheriff in Miami when he was there. Uh, number four, I got to go with Alonzo Mourning. Mm-hmm. And number five, I got to go with Tim Hardaway. And the reason why I got to go with them four mm-hmm. and five is because not only were they great in the 90s, but Pat Riley does not come to the Miami Heat and coach them without Tim Hardaway and Alonzo Mourning. There were some other people like Dan Marley in the later 90s um, that kind of helped that, but Pat Riley is with that organization now because they had Alonzo Mourning and Tim Hardaway. So they wouldn't have won any championships without that man being there. Uh, then I go Bosch because, listen, Bosch had to take a backseat when it came to LeBron James and Dwayne Wade, but he helped bring a consistency on offense. You always knew what you were going to get, even though it wasn't what he was doing in Toronto, but you could always bank on it. Um, you could always count on the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have Ray Allen at number, what is that, seven? Yeah, I have Ray Allen at number seven for this very reason. 
you don't win a championship without that three yeah. against the Spurs. Yeah. You don't win it. Jimmy Butler cannot be ahead of Ray Allen because Ray Allen won them a national or won won them an NBA championship with yeah. that with, with that three. Um, Jimmy Butler has not won anything with the Heat. Couldn't even win in the bubble. Um, and then I got Haslam. The reason why I have Haslam in there um, is because Haslam has been the glue between the first championship of Dwayne Wade to the culture of the Heat for as long as you can remember. Like he's always been there. He's been one of those Pat Riley guys um, that has been there when they've won and been there when they haven't won with Jimmy Butler. So I got to have him ahead of him. Um, and then I got Glenn Rice because Glenn Rice was a three point shooting machine. Back in the nineties, yeah, um, huge. Uh, I think he he played for the Hornets, and I know he played for Miami, <clears throat> but he was just draining buckets back in the day. Um, and then I got Butler, but even then, I got Butler at ten. But even then, there's some people like uh, Jamal Mashburn, Lamar Odom, uh, Lamar Odom. I could put up there because they got rid of Odom to the Lakers to get Shaq, yeah, to win a championship. Yeah. So he's been more <laughs> beneficial to the Heat by leaving than Butler has been playing for them. Um, and then even Eddie Jones. Like, Eddie Jones, a lot of people don't think about Eddie Jones, but he still scored the six more points, six most points in franchise history for the yeah. Heat. So he could legitimately be, like, 13th or 14th. <laughs> it's hard to argue any of them. It, it really is. Um, you don't want to. Right. I mean, you want to argue it, but it's hard. <coughs> yeah. You want to argue it because Jimmy Butler <coughs> is the now, so people always feel like... Yeah, he's been the face for like the last five years. So it's kind of like, oh, Jimmy Butler, he's been moving now, but it's kind of like you can't forget that Miami wasn't Miami without these past couple of legends yeah. that have been playing this sport and been part of this team for a brief period. Even LeBron you know, was there briefly for this team, but still. You know what's funny? When Malin said he had a list... I just I'm I went into my notes and just made one up, <laughs> and we have the exact same damn list. Damn right. Minus LeBron being first and he Wade second. This is the only. Oh difference. wow. Well, okay. I I would do I, I only put Wade first because LeBron wouldn't have been there without Wade, and the Heat won a championship with Wade before LeBron. Because I was like, Wade has been more committed to the team of Miami Heat yes. and making and building. The yeah, team there's no up. doubt. And whereas right. LeBron was just kind of like, this team kind of has the shit together and has a chance. Well, Let me transition to this. It's kind of like how I'll put Alonzo Mourning and Tim Hardaway in there ahead of Butler because, yes, Butler went to the finals. Mm-hmm. And Alonzo and Tim Hardaway never did. And Glenn Rice never did. But like I said, Pat Riley wouldn't be a part of that organization without those people. Yeah. He never would have gone to coach there. He never would have left the Knicks to go to Miami right. to coach that team. And so then what does the 2000s <clears throat> look like? Without right. Pat Riley coaching the team and then being like, you know, like the godfather of the Heat, mm. basically. Um, I liked your Mario Chalmers pick. That was very interesting to put him in because, yeah, he, he was the glue. He was the, the, the guy Haslam? that was there. And Haslam as well. Yeah. 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 I just feel like, and can, I just, can I just underscore the whole Ray Allen thing? Like that <laughs> three-pointer... <laughs> Lives in every Heat fan's like oh, head rent yeah. free. Oh, yeah. it's, I think it's Butler has to do a whole lot to even crack that top five spot for the Heat. 
I feel like he has to win some sort of championship within his career of being in the heat. If he <laughs> if he won a title, yeah. I could see him going to five. Going to five. And yeah. that's with him winning. If he won a title. Because he, he would be the main reason why they won a title. Yeah. Right. But like right. Ray Allen's like a secondary piece. Bosch and Haslam were secondary And piece. my thing about it is he picked the worst time to come to the, come to the heat where the whole know. Eastern is the most competitive it's been in a while. I mean, he's got all right. Relax. Ball. That's what I'm saying. This is, he picked even a time that is the most competitive <laughs> in the whole Eastern. Yeah. To try and come over and win it rings like you got a whole lot coming over here and trying to beat come, the Boston. Mm. Yeah, well, he's he he doing it that well. Yeah. I mean, to me, he doesn't even really match like heat culture. To me. Hmm. Um. Yes, he's very like hardworking, but to me, he's more—he's more Allen Iverson than he is Dwayne Wade. Okay. As far as his mindset and his mentality towards basketball, mm-hmm. and Pat Riley is very much a Dwayne Wade type of mentality when it comes to basketball. Yeah. Um. And so. I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a great question. I mean, obviously, he's not going to be three. Um, but I like that Nestor was able to come up with a, with a list similar to mine. Because it's not even my favorite team. I, Heat I, Twitter, you'd be surprised. There's some people. I think he yeah. needs at least the one big active piece. Not to this hero or whatever foolishness they're trying to really come up with. But he needs another big piece to even make this really a Not the sixth man of the year. <laughs> Not the sixth man of the year. Yeah. I mean, another Jesus. big competitor name. Like how y'all got a magical duo over there. They should get Clyde Howard from yeah. overseas. All right, let's do <laughs> bring him one. back. So I would stop watching this. Game. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all, y'all have Marcus Smart and y'all got like Jalen Brown he, over there. He would just to... stop watching the whole NBA. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that would happen out of spite. It would happen purely out of spite to bring Dwight Howard. It's like clearly there's some basketball going home, on, baby. There's a <laughs> basketball god watching this show. It's like. He's either going to sign Dwight Howard and Kyrie Irving. <laughs> and then somehow they're going to trade for Ben Simmons, even though he's not even playing because of his back. <laughs> they're going to put that all together. And then they'll probably trade Jimmy Butler for We're Ben gonna, Simmons. Right. We're going to get Dwight from the <laughs> Taiwan Tigers. <laughs> Bastards. Keep that to the other side of Florida. We don't need all that over here. Send them back to Orlando. <laughs> well, uh, next bit of comments here. Uh, so, Mainland also asked the question of, you know, I'm being told that I'm not even connected to the internet. So, uh, <laughs> let me do this with my phone. Uh, yeah, Mainland asked the question basically, should the refs. Uh, swallow their whistle when it comes to late game situations. We saw what happened between San Diego State and Creighton a few days ago. Foul was called. Uh, San Diego State goes to the line. They win the game. Uh, very controversial stuff in some big moments, if you include the Super Bowl as well. And uh, while I pull up the comments here, what do you guys think? Do you think that, I mean, you acknowledge, yes, it was a foul by the letter of the law. But in those situations, do you guys think that the refs should still call that with the game on the line? Um, G-Money, let's start with you. Yeah, if you call that, if you were to call that foul in the first period, second 
quarter or third quarter. You call it in the fourth quarter. A foul is a foul. I mean, you know, you don't decide well in the last minute, two minutes of the game. Let them play. No. I mean, if you're going to call it, if you call that foul in the beginning of the game, in the middle of the game, you call it at the end of the game. You don't call it at the end of the game if you haven't called, if, if you let those types of fouls go throughout the game. Which is but kind I don't of, think that's kind of what happened. You in let that, game, that go because, well, it could decide the outcome of the game. Well, maybe they shouldn't have fouled. You can't you, you can't rely on the ref. Yeah. Not calling a foul with like a minute left or ten seconds left even. You can't rely on the ref not doing that, thinking you can get away with something. I mean the the one thing that I saw from that play with the with the ref and you can see from the video like the one ref looking right at it yeah from like kind of like the back shoulder and he doesn't just have his hand cuz you saw in the video from like the basket but if you see from the other angle he's actually pulling on the torso of the player mm-hmm. and so even though you're not affecting the arm if you're moving the body you're you're affecting the shot, right? Um, the only problem is is that they weren't consistently calling fouls like that throughout the game. They were kind of letting them play, get a little handsy. And San Diego State does rely on that type of bully ball on defense. Yeah. They're very handsy. Uh, but I'm kind of of the ilk of listen. A, a foul is a foul. A penalty is a penalty. A flag is a flag. Um, you hold, you hit, you do whatever. Um, and I'm, I, f- I would like to think that I'm consistent across the board that even if it happens to my favorite team, I would still be like, yeah, you know, it is. Yeah. Um, so I, I say call it. Um, cause otherwise you're allowing defenses to play a certain way at the end of a game that gives them a little bit more of an advantage right? if they know that the refs or the umpires are not going to call it. So uh, I say call it. I agree, especially because if you are, like, say, in this instance, San Diego State, a fan of San Diego State, and they don't call it, you're irate. Like, if you can pretty plainly Mm. see that a foul has been committed, (laughs) And they weren't to call it because it's a late game. Yeah, you would be out of your mind. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you'd be looking at that hand and be like, "No." Right. Right. It's Uh-oh. different if it's kind of like a fifty-fifty. Rand- uh, Randall's hurt. Fifty-fifty situation, but uh, in this instance, you know, it's pretty blatant. Then I say, call it. Uh, check. I also agree with the fact of if it happens, call it. It's a rule across the board. There's a reason they created it. Just be consistent throughout the whole entire game. Don't be that person of, oh, we call everything first and second quarter, third, fourth quarter, start and try and ease off of everything. Don't be that person. Because like you said, everyone's going to be like, fourth quarter, here we go. You can do whatever you freaking decide you want to do. It doesn't matter to us. I hate you trying to be that person. All right. (laughs) Sorry. Um, no, you're right. I like that Jalen brought up like the other side of it. If you don't call it, what's the other team think? Yeah. They're sitting there just staring at the foul, and they're like, what the heck? Like, Why didn't you call that? Mm-hmm. Uh, G-Money, Nestor, any thoughts? 
No, I agree. Yeah. Um, if it's a foul in the first, I I thought that foul was a uh, soft. The one with the uh, San Diego State. Um, there's just some fouls that are called in the in the NBA, especially in the fourth quarter. They're just trash. Uh, too soft. So yeah. Yes, we will move on to the last segment for tonight, which is, of course, our favorite segment, the Rotter Die in Five. So we give you the five best betting picks in sports this week. We've been doing pretty good, too. Yes. One of us did exceptionally well. Jack, five and no. I, I look, I'm trying to prove a point this past couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Ever since my wonderful loss to my own chaos. <laughs> <laughs> five and oh uh so Malin, myself and nestor went four and one g money went two and three which like you mentioned earlier which is why he drank the water. To drink water high quality <laughs> h2o <laughs> uh yeah so to update you on where things are at Malin is 158 and 105 he is plus 53 I am 172 and 132 plus 40. Shaq, 159 and 139 plus 20. Nestor, 52 and 42 plus 10. G Money, 72 and 68 plus 4. So if we start off with tomorrow night, we have the Celtics at the Bucks. Um, Mainland, I will start with you. What do you like in this one? I just think it's interesting that like you're in Shaq's losses are getting pretty close. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> not not so much on the wins because he hasn't like I think you've made more picks than him, but those losses are getting pretty close. <laughs> what hey. is your pick in oh, this? Sorry, instance? so so we're talking about Boston and Milwaukee. <laughs> um I'm gonna be bullish and I'm taking Boston. Um I I I want them, I need them to have a win against Milwaukee and Philly going into the playoffs. I need them to kind of hit the ground running, get rid of this, like, kind of back and forth. We we win games we should, but we lose games we shouldn't kind of a deal. Like, make a statement that, yes, we've lost some games we should have won, but we're going to win the games we need to win. Um, And it's going to start with this one. I'll go real quick. I'm also going to agree with you for the same exact reason. Like We need to beat a very good team. Obviously, it's bad to lose to any team, but when you show that you're beating some of the best teams in the NBA, it's like, all right, things are still just fine. So I'll agree with Boston. Shaq. Um, well, um, sounds bad for you, but I'm also going to agree with Boston purely because it's a fact they got something to prove much more than Milwaukee does, and they're going out there to – make points that they still got their momentum going into postseason. So. This man says much more to prove. Like, it's not just a two-game <laughs> gap. Uh, Nestor. Much more disrespectful. <laughs> um, I hate it. Um, I'll go with the Bucks at home. Okay. Even though they just uh, obliterated the, the pages um yeah because they're at home and i feel like yeah boston could come back and and this would be a great game for them because they'll i don't know maybe they'll be a little bit more rested uh but i don't know bucks are the better team 
G-Money? Yeah, interesting, right? Um, Boston and Milwaukee have only played twice this season. One on their home court, though the last one was what, right before the um, All-Star game um, in February when um, Boston went to Milwaukee. They lost in overtime, but Tatum didn't play, Brown didn't play, Smart didn't play, Horford didn't play, and Milwaukee didn't rest anybody, and they had to win in overtime. I'm going to take Boston this time. I think Boston beats them this time. When they have Tatum playing, they have Brown, they have Smart. I, I think this time, like, okay, yeah, yeah, Giannis can go off for 40 points, but the rest of you are not scoring. All righty. Uh, so let's go Saturday night. We have the Mavs going to Miami. Uh, Shaq, who do you like in this one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and pick Miami because I felt last time I chose against Miami, it kind of bit me in the ass not to go get not to go against my own team. So I'm gonna be Mister. I'm a ride or die for my pre team this time. Go ahead and choose Miami. <laughs> Nestor. You guys lagged. You pick me next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. Um. Yeah, uh, let me pick Miami. They're home. They just had an embarrassing loss. Though they, uh, they're this type of team that they go from that to a W. So, yeah, give me Miami. G money. Yeah, um, Miami plays well at home. Dallas plays doesn't play so well on on the road. And as Nestor said about fouls. You, you do see a lot of weak fouls in the fourth quarter going for the home team. I think that's why a lot of the home teams have a, a much better home record than they do an away record when the teams are, are somewhat equal. So give me Miami. Yeah, in this situation, it is hard for me to disagree. Uh, the home teams have just been significantly better this year. Uh, so... Dallas has been kind of all over the place since Kyrie got there as well, so I will take uh, Miami at home. Uh, Mainly, I'm taking Miami. They they do well for me when I need them to. <laughs> this is the first week in history that oh. we're all going to go with Miami as a. Yeah, I believe so. Well, and we've done so many episodes of this show, so that goes to show. <laughs> All right, so we got the final four coming up this weekend. Uh, so the first game, we have FAU and San Diego State. They actually have a line here. So the uh, San Diego State are two-point favorites. Um, Nestor, what do you like in this one? Um, I, I, I like FAU, but... Um, I'm going to pick San Diego State, even though I really don't want to. Um, they're just, they have a great defense. Uh, for me, they're just a more balanced team. (laughs) Um, so yeah, give me San Diego. Uh, G-Money. Yeah, San Diego State has enough defense. 
Um, they've basically shut down the three-point. I think they're allowing only 17% from the three-point line. And when you hold Alabama to 64 points, mm-hmm. your defense is elite. I'm taking San Diego State minus the two. Yeah, I got to agree. FAU, I mean, it's it's been a really fun ride, but... Uh... It's been fun. <laughs> He was the end of the road for them. San Diego State very stingy on defense, so you get uh, on every ride in the amusement park. At some point, you got to get off. <laughs> yep, got to go home eventually. So, well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, Listen, for every reason that Nestor and G Money talked about, I'm going to take San Diego State, but also because I want while. They are cutting the nets down. I want the Pac-12 to get up on a ladder next to them and extend a fucking invitation to the Pac-12. <laughs> and I want them to win <laughs> the whole thing um, so that we can do like what the Big Ten is doing. Because when the Big Ten is counting up how many national championships they have in football, they're already counting USC's national championships, even though they're not even in the Big Ten yet. Uh, so I would, I would be pff, more than happy to count San Diego State's <laughs> national championship, even though they're in the Mountain West right now. I'll count that for the Pac-12. I don't give a shit. Um, so <laughs> I'm rooting for them like they're a part of the Pac-12 because it's going to happen. Gotcha. Shaq. I'm going to agree the majority here. Um, San Diego, go ahead and give me all that for the wonderful, wonderful win. All right. And then on the other side, we have Miami and UConn, G-Money. What do you like here? Five-point uh, favorite of the Huskies. Yeah. Um, I said this going into the tourney. Uh, UConn was my favorite to win it. They're the most complete team. Um, and I don't see them not covering the five points. I'm taking UConn minus the five. You know, well, we're not actually doing points, though, are we? In these oh, we're two not? games, we oh, are. We are. Yeah. Um, I'm also going I thought we were because I saw that, so I mean Yeah, we are. Okay. okay. Uh for yeah, for this one I'm going to agree. The Huskies I, I mean again, sorry Miami, but it's, I mean, it's been real. <laughs> they're they're the subpar huskies though. They're not the real huskies. They're the Yukon Huskies. The Washington Huskies, whatever like this. Oh, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> Wanna make sure we understand it. So I'm taking the subpar Huskies to beat the Canes. Secondary. <laughs> uh, Malin, what do you like here? Um, I mean, just... UConn's been the most dominant. Um, they gotta be the the favorite to kind of win it all. It's kind of weird that we're, we're dealing with a Final Four with UConn being the only team that's won um, a national championship. Mm. Um, so it's it's wild, but uh, yeah, I, I gotta go to UConn, and I swear if LeBron James doesn't knock out every goddamn teeth out of Patrick Beverly's mouth, <laughs> just fucking ridiculous. Uh, what a clown! Jack. <laughs> um, seeing as I picked Mammy to, to carnival, seems I picked Mammy to win it all, and I'd be still sitting there. They had a little, they had a little white boy doing the small. Thing, <laughs> the pe- so I'm sorry, Shaq. That was just a great highlight of watching some no-name white guy on the Lakers doing the small thing. Probably Austin Reeves. I, I don't know. There was several letters and I couldn't read. I've had a few beers. 
So, probably okay. shouldn't admit this. You know, about <laughs> ten minutes left in the show. <laughs> Let's keep it moving here. I could choose Miami because I chose Miami at the beginning to win this all, so I got choose. You Miami. did, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so my oh, default, wow, that's true. yeah. So my default, uh, I got to choose Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Man, got a, this man has <laughs> a tear <laughs> coming out of his <laughs> eye right now. That he's crying because he doesn't want to, but <laughs> I committed my word and my film, yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Let's I mean, you got to stay with him, right? Oh, I yeah. mean, even if you uh, thought like Alabama was going to be in there, they're going to play. Okay. They wouldn't play Alabama. They're, they're probably going to play like you. Um, Kansas or someone. You still have to, if you pick them to win, then you had to figure that at some point they were going to go up against the number one seeded team and beat them. So you got to figure that they, if you pick them, you got to pick them to beat UConn. Yeah. yeah. And you're getting five points. So, you know. Five points. Yeah, Vegas so close. We still gonna win. <laughs> Stillness. So I mean, even if they if they were to lose by four or less, I mean, you could still you would still win. Good. All right. Last but not least, we have the Warriors going to Denver on Sunday night. Malin, what do you like here? Go on Golden State. On. This man, out of pettiness, is why pettiness is why it's just I don't, I don't, I don't. Listen, man, Denver's been cold. Okay. They're, they're winning games that like are like big games, but they're losing games that they should be winning. Kind of like what Boston's been doing so right. far this year. Like it's a legitimate thing. They've been playing five hundred ball the last twenty games, um, losing the teams they shouldn't be losing to. Um, and so I just don't, I, I, I don't, I don't trust them. Um, and I know that Golden State is inconsistent too, but I, I don't know. I got to kind of go with the pedigree a little bit. Den- Denver's got to show me something. All right, Shaq. I'm also going to choose Golden State. I live on that row of fuck Denver, so... <laughs> this man said this for one reason because he knows that he's one game ahead of me. <laughs> Miami's a dark so, horse. So he, wants, so he wants to bet with me like the entire That's time. okay. I want my dark horse Miami and everybody agree with me. So my default, that's on y'all. <laughs> that's on y'all. <laughs> Nestor. Uh, no, I'm going Denver. Uh, Golden State's terrible away. So give me Denver. They are terrible away. G money. Golden State's not too far away from Denver, though. Nine and twenty-nine. Let me say that again. Nine and twenty-nine. Man, just say that's Denver. what Golden State is on the road. <laughs> just say Denver. They won nine games. Anybody want to tell me who they beat on the road <laughs> and when the last time they won on the road was? Denver is thirty-two and six at home. Give me Denver. This, this man, every time you make us pick Golden State on the road, we get, we get an update on Golden State's road record. But I will say this. They've won five more games in, on the road than they did the last time that G-Money gave us the update. So <laughs> they'd only won four the last time. Let's double this. <laughs> I'm also going to go with Denver here. I did not talk all that, all the, the 
talk all that smoke about him earlier this show to not pick them yeah, now. Number one. Uh, and then like Gmoney said, silly man. the Warriors have only won nine games on the road this year, so uh, Denver should win this game. It's as simple as that. They should win this game. Your team should have won a lot, won a lot more games, but it's okay. We won't talk all about right. that. Some of us. <laughs> driver's seat for the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I guess what? I can talk shit because I mean, I'm already out of it. But we're kind of stuck <laughs> shot. You're kind of in there. Uh, those, those out of the race can talk shit. <laughs> well, we're kind of riding a shotgun right now. We got me all right. I'm in, the trunk. Yeah. I'm in the trunk looking out trying to figure out. I'm not going to put himself in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Looking for yes. that glow in the dark lever to be able to pull to jump out. Ha <laughs> ha! Surprise bitch, I'm in here. <laughs> That's what Jimmy Butler's doing right now. <laughs> Trying to keep his way into top five. He's like, oh, you guys are going to say I'm not even top ten, bitch? <laughs> Gotta that, make a run. That will do it for this week's episode. <laughs> 7-11. We want to thank you all for watching, listening. Remember to follow us at AFR Sports to keep up with us throughout the week. Uh, yeah, we will talk to you all next week. Same time, same place. Have a good one. There we go. Yeah. Have a Stay good one. safe. You know they'll be struggling. This <laughs>